My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Sky. And today, we are going to talk about a movie that all of us watched very recently on Netflix called The Bros. First half of this will be spoiler-free, and then we will warn you when the spoilers are to come, so that... You are not, you know, suddenly blindsided by spoilers. And we're going to uh, be as spoiler-free as possible in the first half, warn you, then go right in to be more spoilery. Good spoilers. Oh, they're good. <laughs> there's, uh, it's, there's, some, there's something. There's, there's something. There's stuff to spoil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, there's, yeah. there's something. What did everyone think of watching the movie? What were your first impressions of this film? I mean, initially starting it, it was like, this is very as advertised. Two brothers who hate yep. each other, who are going home for a funeral. Mm-hmm. And then they hit a woman with their car. <laughs> like, yes. Okay, <laughs> I did not expect that. So. Like, t- to be honest, any movie with Madong suck in it, I'll, 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 I'll watch. I'll watch it, <laughs> you know. What, Wasn't I mad about Honey either. No, was not mad about that. No. Um, and then there was a surprise. Did you take a look right at the end for like 20 seconds? Yeah. Gotcha. Cameo. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> he's in and he's out. And I like the guy who plays the other brother. I can't remember his name. But uh, I always find, he was on Reply 88. Mm-hmm. I always find him so sort of homely cute. Lee Dong Queen. Whoever the other male lead was. Yeah. It's um, cute because you say that, like, homely cute. But, like, they kept, um, like, throughout the movie, Madame Suk kept going, well, you're handsome at least. Like, yeah, but he's like how he's, he's the handsome not. brother like, stuff. Very, you're like, okay. He's very average. <laughs> yeah. For a famous Korean actor, he's incredibly average looking. Um, I like him, though. He always He's always a good time. Like, every time he's in something, I'm always like, okay, I'm about to have... I'm about like, to insert We are all incredibly average looking people. Oh, too. We, yeah, we are very that, average. That's not an insult. No, we, that, you know, we're wrecking <laughs> out here for the average people. I actually, every time I see someone in like a movie or a TV show who's just very normal looking, I get really happy. Like on the inside, I'm always like, yeah, that's right. That's right. Normal, average looking people just doing. Mm-hmm. Not a statue. Yeah, like you're no. not, you're not a not painted on face. Yeah, no, just like looking, looking normal, doing the whole thing, you know. <laughs> so I, that's probably why I like him so much. Same with Madong Suck. Like he's not your usual. No, he's not typical. No, not for Korean standards. Yeah, no, definitely. He's like, he's like a big dude. Um, <laughs> not fat, but like. And they even make fun of that in the movie at one point, where, like, someone's like, he's just like, who are, like, I think it was the guy's boss at one point, he's like, who's who's this fat guy? And he's like, it's all muscle! That's my brother! Oh, my brother's fat, it's all muscle! So, like, their interactions was really, was really enjoyable. I really liked mm-hmm. them quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when they hit the woman with their car, it's because the two of them are pulling each other's hair and, like, beating each other up while driving the car. Like, typical bro stuff, you know. For a little bit, I actually thought they were maybe step-siblings, just the way they were talking about their... It sounded like they had two different dads, the way they were talking about their dad when they were kind of arguing. Um, Like, you're, you're like your 
your dad, and it might have been a translation thing too. Like sometimes I kind of wonder mm-hmm. when okay. I when I As get the mom here. I will just interject that, um, like when my kids are annoying, then like they're your kids to my husband. Your kid did this. Yeah. When he, you know, he'll say to me, "Your kid, your daughter." did this to me today and I'll go well your son did it right so to me that was very um believable in a family context right where it's like that annoying thing that dad does that's your dad who does that that's not my dad my dad doesn't well your dad and it's usually traits that the other parent or other sibling has right so it's like well, you know, if I was talking to my sisters, I might go like, your dad did they, you know, but it's going to be, it's their dad because it's the trait that they also have. What I also really liked about the beginning of the film was all the other characters that they set up and like how basically this family dysfunctions because it's like real tradition. It's like, on the on the surface, all these old men are like, ah, yes, what traditional traditional wonderful family we have, and then like underneath that, it's just pure chaos, and like no one is happy. Yeah, and they were definitely trying to like play up like the culty look of it, yeah, as opposed yeah. to like it just being a very traditional family. That was definitely <laughs> their their angle in that. Yeah, and then um, like I especially love the um, the cousin's wife. Who it's like, oh, yeah. you know, who like the mother-in-law treats like garbage and she's just like chain smoking, like hiding in the back. Like, and oh, she's yeah. pretending she's dumb the entire time when she's yeah. in front of her, she rest of her family. But yeah. she's like, really smart and knows everything. Yeah. yeah. She was a blast. To be clear, it's kind of a zany show. Yeah, it's a bit of a zany but, comedy. And I know that they're also overdrawing some stuff. But some of the cultural aspects of like family dynamics with extended family stuff, I I did find interesting because it, culturally it was a little bit different. And yeah. I, I'm not talking about the stuff that they were playing for laughs, just the way, you know, just like whose task it is to do the memorial food and yeah. why that's mm-hmm. a deal. Like th- they weren't overdrawing that, like that's, yeah. that's a thing. So mm-hmm. um, there were some aspects culturally that were you know, you, you do see in other shows, but this follows three days of a funeral. So, I mean, y- you kind of focus on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. In the beginning, it it very, um, I don't know, it, it was good because, like, they showed you all these different characters and showed you their different relationships mm-hmm. really kind of quickly. And they gave yeah. you, you immediately figured out what was going on with some of these characters and what, you know, even, like, when his... Um, when his girlfriend comes from the office and like in the opening scene you see in the office you can tell that like she has a crush on him or something like there's something there because the way she looks at him but it's not um, like they don't sit down and have a big conversation about how the two of them are dating and he has to go home for a funeral and like whatever but then she like shows up at the funeral and it's like yeah oh okay yeah like they're together mm-hmm. until he you but know, he's an idiot so he's an idiot so no. but just for, the smart, for, for like, the smart one for the smart one he's awful stupid awful dumb. and I actually I did like how it showed the family dynamics where it goes into the flashback of him remembering his childhood where despite the fact that he was clearly the smarter 
son, like, he wasn't allowed he wasn't the to... first. Yeah, he wasn't the firstborn, so, like, they were just putting this guy, who, this kid who, frankly, was not the brightest bulb in the <laughs> package, uh, to be the one who had to, like, learn all, like, the family history, and when he's, like, trying to do it, too, they're like, get out of here, you plebe, like... <laughs> yeah, you don't need to know anything about your family. Yeah. You don't matter, like... What? Like, well, that's a little harsh. Yeah. What so what were you going to say, Jesse? Oh, I was just going to say, because um, I want to, I'm going to be the person that doesn't agree with anything. Um, the first <laughs> uh, first two thirds of the movie, I thought was incredibly boring. I thought they set up things not well. Like, it wasn't that it was hard to follow. It was just that it was kind of almost like, I don't know how to like describe it. It was lazy. So like, even like with the brothers, like, I never really got like impactful that they were feuding. It was more of like they were just only trying to show you that they were completely different people by their visual cues. And that was it. So like the yeah. first half was just so dry and boring. And even like the zaniness of the family, yeah. it just was like very flat and like kind of boring to me. So it was never like catching my eye at all, mm. which makes the like last half like okay in comparison but like still it was just very like it wasn't even like super funny or like as yeah as, as crazy as they could have been and it was like more of everything was like visual and like mm-hmm. just yeah you, you felt like they were just like afraid to play up the laughs even though that mm. seems very bizarre because especially with korean entertainment it's more okay to be at that like zany level and they yeah. weren't doing that and that was weird so then it made like getting through that like first two thirds just like incredibly boring and I'm like well why am I here because nothing's really going on in, even in a like nonsensical way it was just yeah. there I sort of I watched the first half bad. and then I I was like okay I gotta watch the second half but I was I was same I was sort of bored during the yeah. first half and so I had the had it on in the background while he was doing some other stuff. And then all of a sudden, like, the, the second half. And I went, wait, what? And I yeah. went back. So I had to, like, rewind and pay better attention to, like, figure out what, what was, was going on here. I was, uh, I, I had a similar thing. I was watching it, like, in the middle of the night. Like, my husband and all my animals are asleep next mm-hmm. to me. And I'm just, like, watching it. And I'm like, okay, like, this is, it's fine. Like, you yeah. know, like, you know, when you're just like, okay, like, this isn't really one that I'd recommend to anyone. But, like, I'm, you know... I'm fine finishing it, whatever. And then suddenly, the, the second, the second mm-hmm. half begins. And I was like, wait, what? Like, and I was just like, for a second, like, my brain was, like, yeah. trying to reset itself. And I was like, no, wait, what? what? Yeah, it's also, like, weird for me, especially because I don't like when characters or storylines betray itself to make things yeah. happen. And that this movie does that, like, like there's no way of getting around it and it and it definitely is like the person had a the writer had a story and it was that last third of the movie and then it was like I don't know how to get there so we're just gonna write some things and so that was like also kind of like making it not an enjoyable thing for me because it was kind of more of like well Mm. you could have done something you could have made this a story that even if I wasn't going to like super enjoy, it would still be not as like, you know, it's hard to take that jump and then be like, 
it's drastically like it's almost like a, a separate person wrote that ending like yeah. especially like even in the right. writing it's well, they might entirely been. better. Like it might, it might have been. Like there yeah. might have been. It's almost like somebody came and shopped. Here's my story, and someone said, yeah. "Ooh, I like that." But what if we build yeah, like, more around it, it or it they sort of, took a short story yeah. and tried to make it a movie? You yeah, know? like they, yeah, but they forced like, it. They didn't actually yeah. make anything. Because like I, I thought that the, the second half plot, like once they got into it, I really enjoyed that. But like the first plot, it was just like okay. Where's this going? Like yeah, it, just, it was fun to watch about like banter between the brothers. Yeah. Like it was like it was fun to sort of watch, you know, them be ridiculous and like Honey Lee be very confusing to <laughs> yeah. experience as a character. Yeah. You do like what is happening? But then like it becomes a completely different movie. Yeah. Suddenly, where it's like, it's like, forget what you just saw, because none of that's important. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> shit has gone down. Uh, the first oh half felt very, while I was watching it, what I kept thinking in the first half was that it felt very, um, you know that old, that Steve Martin movie, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it's like two guys who are con men or grifters and yeah, they're like trying they're like trying that. to pull this grift on this like rich lady and it turns out she's also grifting them right like she's an even yeah. bigger con man and it, that's kind of the vibe that the yeah. first half yeah, like, these two guys who are each doing their own thing and this chick who's kind of confusing and she's doing her own thing and playing them off of each other and you're like What's that's, going on that's, like, here? That's what I thought too. Like I legit thought that she was also after the gold Buddhas. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, I definitely didn't think it was going to be anything. I thought she was like a con and were like trying to get them to get her to the gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, the MacGuffins. I, I will She's say MacGuffins. I will say for me, the first half it wasn't my uh, sense of humor, mm. so. And I can do zany sometimes. I have to be in the right mindset for it, but I can appreciate zany stuff. But like you said, to me, they didn't they didn't lean hard enough into that to make it charming or funny to me. And even there, I am an only kid. So with sibling stuff, like you yeah. have to make it charming for me for it to mean much to me. And there wasn't much affection yeah. going on, mm-hmm. even though there was fighting like it. It, I didn't really laugh much, I guess, during yeah. the first. Never felt like a natural build up for the tension these brothers had. Like you didn't like actually feel yeah. that they were like, mm-hmm. it almost seemed like they were just two strangers that got into a car together and then they just found out that they don't vibe well and that's how they like interact yeah, with each other it never was like how, a, how a, a lingering thing it was very bizarre it's almost kind of like they were trying to westernize it a bit so they didn't have the like zaniness that is in yeah. a lot of asian comedies but even if that's not my like general like love i feel like it needed it so then it kind of just like brought this level in this movie into a weird like zone i was like huh weird this is interesting and I don't know how to feel about it my favorite part of the first half and honestly this is a theme that carries throughout is just honey lee in her purple and yellow outfit and her yeah. umbrella 
walking around on the swing doing it like basically any honey lee scene mm-hmm. was like yeah the best yeah, scene but, yeah like, absolutely you know in a show called the bros it's really not about the bros no at no. all like not even they really done more with like the family like i feel like it yeah. it was yeah. trying to lean more into the zaniness of the family I, too I, I, so a lot took away from the brothers i mm-hmm. I, I, feel, I feel like this show this show this movie should have been more like death at a funeral do you know mm-hmm. have you seen that movie like yeah. that would have been yeah real good Absolutely. like a korean version of death at a funeral with like the traditional instead of like the you know the british aristocracy family would be like a traditional korean family and like do zany funeral related hijinks but like and that is the thing even though it took place at a funeral you weren't getting to experience the hijink like they didn't yeah, lean they're... enough into the zaniness to do that yeah, yeah. they should have yeah there's some missed yeah. opportunities especially because i feel like the two male leads worked well together so yeah. and like you could have had that it could have been a little bit more physical comedy and a little bit more of a thing so you're like itching for it yeah and they're both good actors so like you know that they we know what they can do right like Mm -hmm. madang suk and gong yu in train to busan had that like almost instant bromance connection thing happening and these two are supposed to be guys that have like grown up together and they're not making that connection happen for you so it's a little disappointing i like a a sibling story i like yeah definitely romance and it didn't quite knock that out of the park for me yeah it didn't quite drop you know Mm -hmm. for a movie called the bros (laughs) there was not enough bro going on You're right. right. We've seen more bromance chemistry in lots of other things that they're not even siblings that were raised together. Like we've we've got lots of other. Speaking of growing together, uh, we would like to try to grow this community together, but we often have a little bit of trouble with that due to the fact that we're a bunch of poor artisans essentially. Uh, so if you would like to support this community and this podcast, you can join us on Coffee. Uh, coffee.com slash Certified Nunas, where you will, we will be uploading behind-the-scenes stuff, some fun extra stuff, polls, you know, longer cuts of episodes, whatever. We got, we're, uh, we got stuff on the go. We got stuff on the go. So that's Coffee.com slash Certified Nunas. Please, uh, you know, if you can't support us, tell your friends to listen to us, because that also helps. All right, back to our regularly scheduled program. Before we get into the spoilers and the second half, because this is your warning that spoilers are coming, but before we do that, we're going to talk about our favorite K-drama sibling relationships, because we thought that was a nice little segue to get us between point A and point B. So, Amanda, give her. Who's you? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm struggling between two different ones, but I think, I guess if we're going to go with K-drama, it's going to be Father is Strange. I, like, the sisters and the one brother and the guy that, for the first, like, half of the drama you think is their brother, their long-lost mm-hmm. brother or whatever, like... That whole relationship, the way the sisters, I mean, especially the at the brother's um, wedding, the way they all, like, 
the yeah, yeah. are horrible to the sister-in-law and like it's just beautiful and like everything about it is just so good and the way that they very much in the opposite of the bros they very much have this feeling of these people grew up together they know all yeah. the in jokes they know exactly how each other is going to respond to every single thing they do and it's like they know they know exactly what button to push to get under each other's skin and it just mm. all felt very, very realistic from a sibling perspective. For me, I really liked Idahi and Eamon and Eamon Ho. <laughs> Eamon <laughs> Key in uh, Beauty Inside, the drama yes, series. Yes, that was I, good. I really liked them because there was a lot of layers to their relationship mm. because they're actually not blood related. Like, yeah, they're step siblings. And um, his character kind of, like, they're brought into the family together in a way that like is almost like it forces them to be at odds with each other because they're trying mm. to be successful in their careers and like so who's going to be the favorite of the family and you know obviously because of the societal things like yeah her character is going to be seemed le- less of a person um but what i really enjoyed about the two of them in the drama is that you see they both care for each other like actual siblings, siblings yeah. even though they're feuding and they never belittle the worth of each other they acknowledge mm-hmm. how good they are like he's even like when they're feuding he never sees her or talks of her as like less of a businesswoman than she yeah. is and like they know that and that like they are aware of that but they don't use that as a thing to like make fun of the, each yeah. other or like kind of you know, bring them down. And the moment in the series when she finally is told why he's kind of more favored or like her perception of like when they're growing up together, that he's them kind of more favored because of this incident he had. It's immediate shift. You can tell she Mm -hmm. figures it out. And not only does she figure it out, she doesn't become she doesn't come like ashamed of herself or she doesn't like try to like be like Mm. well I still don't like you or anything like that it's immediately she says she's sorry she understands now what's going on with the situation and they just kind of like come together really well as brother and sister Mm. and like as real brother and, and sister even though they aren't real brother and sister and I thought that both of them the actors uh, really played nicely with each other too Mm. so when they were like having their kind of like cat fights it was like super interesting but then also when it was them coming together and being a family it was also super interesting that's like Mm. definitely my pick on pairing for me I'm gonna go with the sibling overload and talk about five children because that's siblings upon siblings upon siblings upon siblings. Like, there's just so many different ones. So first you have, like, the grown-up siblings, where you have all of, you know, her family, like, the main lead's family. She has, you know, a bunch of siblings. And then you have, like, the the two brothers, where the her sister is in love with both of the brothers, by you know at some point but then then you have her relationship with her cousin who's like the main dudes the relationships in this show are so complicated so she's the main dude's dead wife's 
sister who is friends with his actual sister, but they actually hate each other. But they're both after the same guy who's brothers with another brother who's in love with the actual sister of the main dude. Oh, God. <laughs> There's no way I'm following this. <laughs> no, like, it's very complicated. But chart. You can draw us a chart for us to put on the... Well, it's the adult sibling. And then you have, like, the woman who has two children, who has three children, and then and a, and a douchey ex-husband. And then he has two children from his first marriage, where she, he's a widow, uh, a widower. And then they have to become siblings, like these five children, hence the title... Five children. Okay, okay we're getting like so the five children are these actual children where the main couple gets together and blends their family. And so like initially they didn't know that their parents were dating and they were actually like friends at school. But then when they find out they're going to become siblings, it becomes like a whole like, well, we can't be friends anymore. But then they have to like grow together to like, you know. Oh my god, it's so good. It's okay, it is, I will, I will give the show this. It is a weekender, so it is like 55 episodes long, but it does have Sun in it, and he's pretty great. Always good to look at. So he plays the, the brother of the, the guy who both of the girls are after. <laughs> But then, like, so, and it has, um, what's her face from 30 but 17. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's also in Angel's Mission, Last Mission. Uh, my, it's on the tip of my brain, but you know who I'm talking about. She's in it. Uh, oh, it's Can got, some? yeah, that, it's got a great cast. Yeah. The cast is, mwah, like, you go, you go love it. It's good. And it's, like, really enjoyable. And the chi- the children actors are not painful to watch. Uh, though I will say, uh, not on a sibling related note, um, the dead, the dead wife's parents are a little bit much. <laughs> you have to have that. I mean, they sort of vacillate from being the worst to being kind of funny. Anyway, the show is fun. Weekenders fun-ish. really are the best opportunity for good sibling stuff. Because it's long. Weekenders, so you gotta, be. you know, you gotta connect everything together. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my recommendation for for sibling awards definitely has to be has to be that one. So I actually had to have help from the other Nunas figuring out a sibling relationship because I have not watched that. There are siblings in some of the things I have watched, of course, but as far as it being a central part of the plot, not not quite as much. Still 17 or 30, but 17. Natalia just mentioned it. And it's not siblings, but it's nibblings or uncle and nephew. So pretty much the main two guys, Gong Wu Jin and Yu Chan, those are the character names. They, uh, they're uncle and nephew, and they're pretty much like BFFs, too. Mm. So they, they have a really nice relationship. And then you end up having the main lead of Wu So Ri in the middle of them and stuff and so their relationship the uncle and nephew relationship plays into pretty much every episode of the drama really well too it's really well done and their friendship that they have even aside from just the family relationship is really nice to see so Mm -hmm. still 17 or 30 but 17 is a good drama anyway it's it's 
it's different. It's, the first few episodes might be a little bit to get into, and it's kind of sad. But it, it has in. pretty yeah. much everything in it by the end. Mm-hmm. And it's very mm-hmm. charming mm-hmm. if you're interested in the mood. Mm-hmm. For oh, it's very charming. No. Very charming. And found very, family. Very. It's found quality. family with some real family, like I just discussed. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it's quality. It's quality. All right. So this is your final warning. Woo! woo. <laughs> if you don't, if you are the anti-spoiler and want to watch the movie The Bros before, this is your cue to pause this and go watch it because we's about to spoil it for y'all. We done and did it. All right. That was your warning. So. If, if even despite our um, glowing recommendation of the first half, <laughs> you still wish to watch this movie, but feel like, free. Really, like you can, but we'll just tell you what happens, so you yeah. know. It'll, make, it'll. I'm gonna be honest. It'll probably make more sense if we just tell you than you'll feel if you actually watch the film. Uh, so, the first half of the film, you follow these two idiot brothers as they basically try to con their families a little uh, during their father's funeral, but they keep meeting up with this mysterious um, woman that they keep accidentally injuring. Uh, honey, and she's crazy. She's, she's, she's nuts. She has, like, she's no memory. She says, she says weird shit all the time. She always just wants to be pushed on a swing. But, like, but she's also charming, too. Like, you're fascinated yeah, by her. Yeah, yeah you want to know more. Um, so then they, they accidentally almost kill her again. Um, over and over several again. times yeah. um, and then she's like she's around and they're like okay well it's time for us to go and everyone's like who are you talking to and they're like we're talking to this, this woman who's right yeah she was a ghost the whole time <laughs> <laughs> she was a ghost everyone she didn't exist <laughs> and then they're like us. what a ghost oh my and god you know, because now this funeral is haunted um, by the ghost of this one okay this is like there was absolutely nothing supernatural at all in the first, like, nothing. There was nothing. No not, a, not even a little hint. <laughs> we picked this to not be supernatural. We were like, we, we want many so supernatural things. We need yeah. to watch something normal. <laughs> like, and there was literally, I, okay, I watch a lot of stuff, so it's pretty rare that, like, a twist will suddenly surprise me. But damn, this twist done got me. See it at all. Like, just when it, like, I remember I was sitting there, I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? And I think what? I actually texted Sky. I was like, Sky, what the hell just <laughs> happened? It was like one in the morning, and I was like, what the hell just happened with this movie? Like, <laughs> it was making sense, and then it just stopped. It just stopped making sense. So, was it that moment that you guys saw the twist? Like, that moment oh. where they didn't see her, or was it yeah, prior was like, to this? No, no, like, right when they were, when they were like, who are you talking to? All of a sudden, yeah. I was like, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no, 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 I was like, oh, no, the no, real girl. No, 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 no. I kind of suspected I, I, it could be a ghost earlier when the guy, when the shaman dude showed up and was like, there's a spirit here. And I was like, that could be her. She could be the spirit. Yeah. But then he also seemed sketchy and weird. So it was like, yeah. mm-hmm. maybe there was con men working together, you know? So I was, was like, eh. it, but she wasn't in it enough to like make you believe that like, she's just yeah. nothing but like just kind of a, a little bit of like a heightened side character. <laughs> like, and like, and not only to further this spoil, not only 
was she a ghost? No, no, no. Hang on. I want to say something okay. for a second. Okay. So for me, the reveal, I pretty much figured it out right before that moment where they yeah. didn't, you know, other people that because when they quote unquote killed her again, which yeah. when we're saying that, that makes it sound really dark. It was always like these kind of slapstick accidents. Yeah, it was like it wasn't on purpose. Like it wasn't like a murder. Right. So yeah. when they it was this weird, very slapstick, slow motion, huge High trip. Up in the air. And she, yeah. and then they're like, she doesn't have a pulse. And to me, it's like putting together the fact that she got hit by a car, and then and then they also the said whole that no she didn't pulse, have a pulse thing. Yeah, I'm like, I didn't, I did not necessarily think ghost, but I did yeah. think, oh, she's Some, something. Like, yeah, something. Or yeah. they're just being weird. Like they're both on a drug trip or something. Like something's going down. It's so. like. I wouldn't have been so, like, taken aback if it made any sense at all. But, like, it doesn't make sense in the genre of the film that, that they were presenting yeah. that yeah. it would be your ghost. But can I can I further spoil now? Yes. Not but only was she a ghost. twist for me. She was the ghost of their mom. But it's actually shown that it looks exactly like their mom did. Like, would they not remember they, like, t- their mom kind of touched on it. They were like, why didn't we recognize her? And then, like, he said something about, like, remember when you're a kid, you remember things differently. And then, like, I think they're, like, like kind of trying to play off of the, like, fact that she left. And they also weren't there. Like, they weren't, you know there yeah. with them when the like the mother was growing old and stuff i think they well and who who they remember is their old mom right like yeah. they remember their mom as she is well yeah. or where she was yeah. before she died right but i will say i figured out that it was the mom ghost yeah I as that out soon pretty. as i saw the person who was playing the the mom the older version yeah. like as soon as i saw her i was like well that's her oh. Older. Yeah. <laughs> that's her. That's her. <laughs> like, the, like as soon as they were like, she's a ghost. I'm like, it's the ghost of their mom. It's their mom. <laughs> their mom. Like, mm-hmm. Their mom well, trying to turn them into well, black people. Like that was at the point where I was still watching it, sort of like half watching it, not <laughs> yeah. really paying attention. And it was the point when he they went deep into the flashback of the mom and dad. Where yeah. He's like, Madame Sook's character finds this like letter that his dad wrote basically the history of his mom's story and he's reading it and he's like wait a minute and he puts connections yeah. and then the brother the brother finds like mom's old cell phone and yeah. it's oh. her screen is the picture of the three of them together and when he sees her face he makes that connection he's like yeah. wait a minute that's that girl and they both like connect it all together annoyed me. what sort of annoyed me is that it seems like the story of the father and the mother would make a really good movie. It was like, yeah, it would have been you know, so like, good for this entire like, movie. Oh, you're like, oh, you're like and you felt so betrayed because you're like, dude, yeah, like, this is woman the story I needed. Clearly was in an arranged marriage with this guy. This seems like, an, like, you know, how do they actually fall in love and stuff? Because like, and then, and then it becomes this really poignant tale of like, her getting dementia and not wanting to like go to the hospital and the the husband having to decide like oh my goodness day she was thinking of the the kids because yeah, of like the firstborn yeah because then you find out that the father was adopted so they weren't actually supposed to be and all this so like their whole life was like a bit of a sham and then you're just like 
why was this not the whole story? Why was this, like, the last 20 minutes? Honestly, it's like the beginning of Up, where you're just like, this is so great. That's this movie. You got reverse Up, guys. Dude, Up. Up. It's just like gonna say, up rips me right? up as much as no, humanly like, possible. I'm telling you, I didn't. I I don't really cry that much during movies, but goddamn, the first ten minutes of the movie up. And the only other movie. This is actually kind of embarrassing. The only other movie I've ever cried at in the theater, and this is so stupid because even I think I must have just been on my period or something, um, was the first t- five minutes of like the Star Trek reboot. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but that's that super. That was sad, right? No, he's yeah. like, she like gives birth, and the dad's like about to go die, no, but he's it's like, poignant. Oh, it's just him? I yeah. forgot that for a second. Yeah, and he's like, and, he's and, like, I, and, I, and I'm kind of sitting there. I'm like, stop. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, Talia, you gotta get your shit together because <laughs> this is not the saddest thing you've ever seen. And I'm just like, So there's this beautiful, poignant, uh, mini short film that happens in the midst of this larger film. Um, It also shows that the the father isn't as terrible as the brothers have been making. And then it also shows that, like, you know, the the whole family, like, treats these brothers like shit, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, like, also completely completely unfounded. Mm -hmm. Because, like they didn't know because the father wouldn't let anyone contact. Yeah. And I think, so, like, they hated their dad for not taking mom to the hospital and yeah. for not telling them that she died, not telling them she was sick. But that was her. You find out yeah, it was she dad. Didn't, she didn't she want literally that. was like, because no, was I'm not going to do like this. Because you sort of got the impression that, like, she knew that they had escaped. You know, they had gotten out of this mm-hmm. cult-like family, and they were living their lives, and she didn't want to pull them back in. There's a yeah. great moment when, at her funeral, when he overhears the rest of the family trash-talking him and his wife. Like, mm-hmm. he's right there, and they're like, he was crazy for locking the doors just because she was sick, and like... Yeah, but she had, like, Alzheimer's. Like, she was, like, wandering away, and... Mm -hmm. So they're, like, calling him names, and then they're, like, does anybody even remember what her name was? No, I don't know what her name was. And it's, like, in that moment, you see the dads, like, it all clicks in his mind. Like, this is why she did not want my kids coming back. Yeah. She was right, and they need to... That sort of, like, solidified, sort of, like... Yeah. Why... It's sort of, like, why you should have... Because the whole movie, you have really, like, no sympathy for these brothers. And this is, like, the only moment that lets you be like, no, you should probably have a little bit of sympathy because their family was done, dis- dealt, like, capital D, dysfunctional. And you can tell that, like, especially, like, the oldest brother, like, really loved his mother. And so mm-hmm. when he doesn't get to come back for the funeral, like, and he's he's upset, but then everyone's blaming him. Like, for not coming back when yeah. it was the mother didn't want them to come. And it's just sort of like, oh. Now, yeah. something kind I of. thought of a day or so after I watched the movie. I understand, I totally understand why the dad wrote all of that information. And I, I see how it's important and it's good that the brothers yeah. eventually knew this. However, I was perplexed by, in order to follow her wishes completely, 
the yeah. fact that he did let the brothers ever know. I found yeah. that interesting. Well, I suppose, like, you know, after you die, you don't want any regrets. So he probably felt yeah. regretful that he had... In his, like, solitude family. of not having the yeah. wife there. They kind of... But also, after she died, it kind here's of made my him... thing. Like, what was his impetus to stay? Like, he clearly loved his wife. Mm-hmm. So... And he knew that his family treated his wife like shit and that he wasn't actually really part of the family, according to them, even though, like, let's, okay, I need a little side note. I'm adopted and I have never felt like I was not actually part of my family that adopted me. So this whole concept that gets brought up a lot in fiction where it's like, oh, adopted kids, like, aren't your real kids? No, they are. Like, I... Although... It was a little bit more complicated even yeah. than that because he wasn't just adopted. He was, like, adopted and took on the persona yeah, because, of this because son who had run away. Yeah, so he was, like, he was adopted with a purpose. So it wasn't was like he was an adopted kid. It was just sort of like they adopted him because they needed someone. He might not have been able to monetarily go. Yeah, that's true. And then also if you've been born and raised in like kind of a rural setting like going to especially at an older age leaving that all and going elsewhere would have been extremely hard and like if he did that maybe it would also mean that they would definitely find out about him not being related blood related and then no matter what his kids can't inherit anything because yeah you know they were in line to be the successors of the place because mm-hmm. they were the firstborn put up with was for nothing yeah yeah like, and then yeah. it's like and everything that he and his wife had to endure mm-hmm. was pointless and, and then also yeah. like you know it's that's where he lived with her so it probably reminded him of yeah. her and so leaving that would mean that like yeah. he'd be leaving her behind and then you see their their relationship like weirdly, but they did it in a comedic way. But I think they shouldn't have weirdly mirrored in like the cop and his wife who mm. is constantly just begging him, like, mm. "Can we please leave? Yeah. Or I become her essentially." Yeah. And uh, and then at the end, and I thought they sort of did they did they done did dirty by those two characters too, because at the end it turns out that then he becomes like the first grandchild and she's like no no and they're like oh you're the first like granddaughter-in-law and she's like yeah she's like i don't want to do this she's like i don't want to do this but it's like it's like played for laughs but then when you think about it it's like really sad that's Mm -hmm. not not funny at all like yeah like that you just you just basically condemn this poor woman who has been begging him to move to vietnam just to get away from his insane family chain smoke so that she doesn't you know go postal mm-hmm. yeah. like it's it's not great it's not great i'm gonna like but like that one chunk where you just like that, that one chunk is that so one beautiful chunk is just oh, so good and then, but you're, then also you're like this is what i could have had yeah <laughs> i want that to so be- then it makes the like front half even worse like like the front half might have been just like okay this is boring but like whatever neutral like they're all way like, yeah, you're not invested in this. I didn't spend like, any no. extra money. You know, yeah. that sort of thing. But, like, once you saw what you could have had, you were, like, definitely, like, for me yeah. even, like, my score went down because of that. Like, even though this was, like, such a great little storyline, it because they did that and they didn't integrate it, then, like, yeah. it's still bad in a way. It's still, like, I would not I would rather cool. watched the notebook version of that story. Like, yeah. 
you know, like show us the old folks and then telling their early tales and the like and the back and forth. Yeah, like, in or that, like the you know, kids as kids. So then you also get like their relationship with each other, too. We didn't get that really. Like right. the, the only thing that we got with the kids was basically the, the younger brother being told to get lost. Mm-hmm. While, the older, while the older brother struggled to remember anything that he was being yeah. taught. Like, that's not, that's not enough. That doesn't, it, they didn't give any reason for why the two brothers weren't close. Yeah, like, why weren't they the two of us against the world kind of thing? Why wasn't yeah, it like... Yeah, like, in that like, sort of situation, it felt sort of like they they would be. Like, it would be the two of them, like, would be same. close and would sort of be, you know, schnookering together to get these Buddhas instead of one having some sort of vaguely pointless plot line about the a road uh that that you know yeah. it goes nowhere and, but they could it have was still- symbolism for the entirety of the movie the road that goes nowhere yeah girl this movie but- sort of goes nowhere but it has a, a brief pit stop in a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful little short film that didn't seem to yeah and the end was kind of a cop-out yeah, yeah. Tie it up with a bow. Okay. It was like yeah. a secondary betrayal. You know how you talked, Jesse, yeah. about betrayal of characters mm-hmm. and stuff. There, there were so many betrayals of that going on. Like yeah. I can't even. It's, as far it's as it's like when you like get lazy and you're like, I just want this done, so let's just do this and then be done with yeah. it. Like, like we need we need to somehow get them there. happy. I know that they did show a scene in the flashback stuff of young mom and young dad and young dad like pushing her on the swing but what I feel like it should have ended on was ghost young mom and ghost young dad you know like swinging on its own and then it like you know that they're there and he's pushing her they're happy finally kind of like that titanic moment right what what the thing is is like the, the movie it shouldn't have been about okay now the brothers are successful it should have been now the brothers don't hate their dad anymore mm-hmm. like that the central core of the story felt like it should have been reconciling their anger towards their father it wasn't even the younger brother it was just the older brother had such anger towards the father for not telling him the mother was sick and not you know taking the mother to the hospital or whatever yeah. and then and then like the father sort of turning it and being like oh well it's because you know you didn't come home so the family thinks he's trash when in fact he was just you know uninformed being- yeah, and being a being a history professor, which was super weird. Like, what was that about? And there was all these little touches, because, like, that concept that even though he was never quite smart enough and he wasn't, like, a lot of that stuff he was being taught as a child was sinking in. Like, it did foster a love for that history. It just didn't, yeah. man, like, it didn't manifest in the way that the family expected it to or wanted it to. Yeah. So, like, there were lots of little things where you kind of go, if they had pulled on that string more yeah. and done this differently, it could have been like the scene at the funeral was really good. Like yeah. with yeah. them crying, realizing what their father did for their mother and, and yeah, you know, it's like, like this, that's this, beautiful. This movie and was like, like good movie adjacent. It was like, running a better movie that like could have been. But it was like yep. it steer it took it took the off ramp into not great. Like it's not like a bad movie. Like it's not it, like it's not like, like eh, terrible. Whatever. I would have been mad if I paid money in the movie theater for this. Yeah, that's true. Like watching it on Netflix, it was like whatever. Like whatever. 
Sure. But I definitely, yeah, I would have been like, I spent $15 on that. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Yeah, no, like, you know, it was, it was fine. It was it was not one that I'd ever recommend seeing in a, like, theater, but, like, you know, you're bored. You wait, you're at the, you're at the doctor's office. And if you like you uh, modern stuff. the halfway point and just watch the, you know. Like, you won't really miss much. Is, I'm gonna and, yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's do your laundry in the first, like, hour-ish. Play games stuff, on your phone. Clean. Whatever. And then come back as soon as. Yeah, whatever. Did, like, did you guys cry at any point during the oh, movie? Oh, God, no. I don't. As I, 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 I teared up during the, um, I, I did, like, during the, even, like, the funeral part. The when funeral got the me. Yeah. Of, of this story, and you see the brothers actually mourning their dad. And what really got me was that, that one really cranky wife who was always picking on the cousin's wife, and yeah. she's, like, sobbing at the funeral, yeah. like. Like she's having that moment of seeing like it's an actual reality, stuff. yeah. And yeah. yeah, and like that kind of got me was just yeah. that that moment where for the first time this family actually seemed like a family who missed a person. Yeah. That was part of their family. And it was like, Oh, hey, there's a family there. Okay, I see you. Like that I I did tear up a little at that point. I've cried exactly twice. In films, one was and up. if it's not Star and Trek, if it wasn't Star Trek. <laughs> if, it wasn't, if it wasn't 2009 Star Trek or Up, like yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna take, you, know, you have to work pretty hard to get some tears out of old Natalia. Like <laughs> that's her cryometer. Like you know, it's gotta be up, up level of. Did Did you make ratings? I know you guys do ratings and stuff mm-hmm. on my list, so. Um, I would give it like if it was out of ten, it would get like a five. Like it's literally, it's like not bad but not good. Yeah, I did a two and a half out of five. Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. And I don't I, normally I, I go into the two. Yeah. first out of ten. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> That's just because my Twitter right now, my feed of like things that I've come like finished, it's on out of five. So. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, you know, I would probably give it about a six and a half or something. Like, it didn't, not mad that I watched it, but, like, six, six and a half is sort of the the lowest I go without being, like, actually angry at this. Like That's what I do for my drama list, yeah. If it gets below six, you know there's real problems. (laughs) There's something wrong here. Yeah. Um, Since I'm crummy at ratings, but for this one, I probably would give it a seven. Just because I was emotionally moved by the family morning eventually. Like, I did like the little mini episode we got in the middle of the movie. You know, at the end of the movie. Yeah, the second movie within the movie. and And I was moved by that. And then how how the characters reacted to that a little bit was yeah. moving. So I, I, say, I thought I that did. redeemed it a little, but I totally understand how the opposite could, like how Jesse reacted as far as yeah. that's what we could have had. And it's, and, and how that could ranking yeah. lower. I, like, I, I must I, say, I did, I did enjoy the two brothers teaming up to prevent the road being built, but I felt like it would have been a, a more um, emotionally satisfying if you actually knew why they didn't like each other. Yeah. Um, to have the arc, and it was also arc. like so short too. Like just, yeah, they're just but it was too like, you short. Know, it, like, was, it was like funny. Like that was like the line where yeah. he gets like, you know, who's this, you know, fat guy? And he's like, not fat, it's muscle. Yeah. And then he punches yeah. him in the face. And it's yeah, like, I act, like and that was I actually laughed at that. Like I finally yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, and they were together, and they were talking about how he had the like 
pajamas on and how like it was like super yeah. tight on him because he yeah. was so big that was and a then, great little moment yeah and then, yeah. And then if, if there had been more of a build-up to the relationship between the younger brother and the secretary then it would have made more sense when she snatches it and runs you know yeah. what i mean like it would have been like okay like if okay that's you know they're they're really in love like if they were really in love like you can tell they're really in love and then he does you know he, he does his little in the middle and then it makes sort of like uh, her realizing this, that's not the reason why she leaves him. Mm-hmm. She leaves him because he straight up says, like, we're not no, together. Like, yeah, we're not, we're not together. We're which is like, yeah, like, which is like, dude, uh, like, dude, come on. So then, so having, so him then, like, putting his whole, everything on the line to, to save his family's mountain or whatever, that should have been the impetus for her to be like, oh, wait, he's, you know, not a bad dude. But, like, there's no reason for her to help him because yeah. <laughs> I just, she give a shit. Like, yeah. trying to save the mountain. Even that, it's not about the family. It's not about the mountain. It's that mom won't be able to swing anymore if the road comes through. And we know yeah. mom loves the swing. So we have to, like, save the swing yeah. for mom's ghost. Like, it's so well, like, cute. It is. And then, but it's, like... It would have been more emotionally satisfying if everyone involved in it had motivations for why they were had motivations mm-hmm. at all. Why would she help? Why is she even with this guy? Like there wouldn't yeah. like no world would she be with this guy. And like the only reason they give is that he really wanted to date someone who was very non-traditionally Korean because she grew up in Germany, but she wanted to date someone very Korean. That's like, <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it, but that is not a really great Stretching. basis. That's not, like, a great basis for a relationship. I just, well, I could just be me. I think it was another thing, just like in the beginning when I said that they were trying to make it a show of what what they feel and then not actually express it, showing that he did not want to be part of the, like, family. It just... And it's sort of been like, see, if... if you got to tell me more. So if we were rewriting this and we were rewriting these two characters, it should have been that he says this because he saw how horrible his mom had it and wouldn't want anyone to marry into this family. Mm-hmm. And then she misunderstands and then they have to communicate in the future. And then she, you know, that would have actually made sense. But in, in this sense, they don't give you the payoff. They only give you the action. They don't give you any of the motivations because that's, you know, that makes sense if that, because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be part of his family. He hates his family. He thinks they're the worst. Okay, sure. That you get. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Which is why he doesn't really care if they build a road through the mountain. He never explains that to her because she doesn't have any interactions with, like, why he doesn't go home or why. Like, there needs yeah. to be something. You need something to make this work. And this movie, like, has all these elements that they're, like, so close to working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yes. just like, if this is your first draft of it, and you're like, this just needs needs more work, yeah. add more. You need to connect all those dots. Yeah, like, just... all the dots remain unconnected. And It's like, you know, you can tell that the story is there, and that the person who wrote the story mm-hmm. knows what the connections are, knows what these things are but forgot that they have to show it to us. Yeah, and like, yeah. like, he don't like know. if it's in your head, we don't know what it's there. Like, <laughs> yeah. We can't just, read the mind. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a lot of different storylines that, like, they didn't want to let go of, and mm-hmm. then the, just forced it into one. Like, movie. I feel like, to be honest, I feel like this shouldn't have been a movie. 
because there's a lot here that like we can tell now having watched it all that we we know should have been there this should have been a tv show you know what i mean like like a weekender like it had a it had full-on weekender oh my gosh a weekender with that family would have been so great (laughs) like so great frustrating about it is like it has all of these elements that should be good. Like, there's all these elements in there that were like, yeah, we would be excited to watch that if it existed, but the way they combined them was just not good. So it was just so frustrating to watch and to think about because you see glimmers of what you could have had, but you are not getting it. So if I compare it, though, because we've talked about Hit and Run before, and we kind of said somewhat similar things Mm -hmm. about Hit and Run as far as they could have done such and such. Mm-hmm. I think this is much more than that. Like, I think Hit yeah. and Run did a better job. Even yeah, though, yeah. Did, it, did it lack in some aspects? Yes. yes. But it had a complete story. You understood people's motivation. But, like, this one, no one had any motivation for anything they did for most of the movie. And then suddenly they changed the story entirely. And then you're just like, you're like, now we have motivation, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're, we needed to know this before we got this far. Like, the movie before this doesn't, it'll make no sense now. Like, nothing that anyone's doing. I would say, like, Hit and Run Squad was not what you thought you were going to get. But it was a cohesive unit. Yeah. This one seemed entirely like what you thought you were getting into until mm-hmm. suddenly it wasn't anymore. Yeah. Like, suddenly you're like, and then it was like, what am I watching? Where am I? Watching it. It, and even like the previews made it seem like you were like, like you said, you're about to watch a con movie. Part of the time you were thinking the older brother was going to con everybody because yeah. he's always trying to find the treasure. Yeah, and, and then, then, then he was kind like conning them too, like into yeah, this. Like she felt, yeah, it felt kind of like she was just making shit up, right? Like, mm-hmm. she was like yeah. saying like, oh, like yeah, and like she's just you know trying to keep them off their game while she like sort of works them against each other. Yeah, would have been a fun movie too, but like no, no one was conning anyone. <laughs> <laughs> so it had the vibe of a con Except movie. for us, they were conning. We yeah, were conning. We were the Listen, we were the Stooges. To sum up, to, you know, bring our thesis statement back, it's yeah. a movie that had really good elements. It was like a jigsaw puzzle that was put together wrong. Yeah, you forced it's some like, pieces so the together. The picture doesn't make any sense. So there was all these beautiful elements that were just wasted. So for that, I think that wholeheartedly, we can't really recommend this film to anyone. Unless you just love Ma Dong Sook or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, you have like some couple hours to kill and you really just want something in the background yeah you know you got you're, you're looking for stuff to like download while you're waiting on in the airport you know, you know what I mean like or when you're on a train for 12 hours like yeah give her a watch like you might like it I don't know I don't that's I don't true know. and if you like it and you find it enjoyable and you really connect with it I think it's oh, super yeah. valuable too and yeah we don't, we don't so then that's it. also where like well my you know, if you're kind of interested, maybe just go ahead. It's on Netflix, so it's super easy to find, too. So, and, and it's not I mean, at that point. problematic. There's nothing that's... Yeah, there's no. nothing particularly, like, that'll make anyone uncomfortable or anything when watching in it. Because, like, even the stuff that's, like, you know, the overt sexism and stuff, like, it's supposed to be. And the Honey Lee, like, death scenes, like, when she gets hit by a car and stuff, they're very slow-mo, over-the-top... Beautiful no blood. shots, though. Yeah, there's like, no blood. Say this about the shot. movie. Beautifully shot film. Yeah, it was beautifully yeah, shot. The actual production values of this movie are A+. Well, 
This has been another episode of the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. So we hope that you have a great week and enjoy hopefully some sunshine in your part of the world. All right. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.